What we do on the job impacts our lives and the lives of others. You can't replace a person. It's just, you can't. If something goes wrong, people feel it. I remember the boom, I remember the light, and I just remember falling to the ground. You know, I could see him, his face, and it just wasn't good. I mean, it just, it, it was just, it was, it was terrible. On this episode of the AEP podcast, we're sharing a story about safety and the effects that linger even after the physical wounds have healed. A warning before we start. In this episode, we're going to talk about a situation that might disturb some people because of how the event happened and the injuries that resulted. We're going to start this story above ground. Okay, I think I think we're good. If you're good, I'm, I think I'm good. This is Michelle Ross. She's the manager of AAP Ohio's Distribution Dispatching Center. So essentially, um, you know, we take care of restoration outages, um, respond to those. Uh, we're part of, uh, we do uh, all plan switching. Um, so those, those kind of activities. So that's what my team uh, is responsible for. Michelle joined AEP Ohio as a meter reader. She just graduated college and saw the job as a transition between school and where she was headed. 26 years later, it's a permanent thing, so. But it's been a great journey and it's been, it's been the right path. Michelle's worked in a couple different parts of distribution operations. This story happened during her time in underground operations, which is what we now call network. She spent about half her career in this part of the company. So they had a meet and greet. So a few of us meter readers had the opportunity to go over and learn about you know what, what, what they did. And so had the opportunity to spend the day with them and went through uh, various tasks um, with the supervisors and with some of the under, underground line mechanic A's um, who were working there. And it just really took. And, um, you know, I was really pulled to the organization. If you've ever walked over metal grates in a sidewalk and seen people working underneath, chances are they're network employees working in a vault. When I asked Michelle what they do down there, she said the easiest way to explain it is, you know, all of those wires in the air? Network is all that same stuff, just underground. I think it's funny because a lot of folks get their, you look at movies and you watch these movies and you think, you know, there's all kind of um, crazy things going on underground. And, and it's not. It's a, it's a, it's a pretty um, clean area to work in. Anytime you're close to a source of electricity or an energized object and something goes wrong, the consequences can be serious, especially in an enclosed space. All that energy has no place to go. Hey, Derek. Yes. Can I get a 750 limiter? Yes. Please, thank you. Those underground vaults Michelle worked in were about the size of an average bedroom. The only way to get out is by climbing up a 10 to 12 foot ladder. And just like all those wires you see in the air, all that equipment underground is energized. You know, it's interesting. So coming in to the organization, your mentors, um, you know, share their experiences and what happened to them and, and just do the best that they could to describe, you know, this enormity, you know, that we deal with or that we work with, that we're responsible for. And, you know, you, you go through the training classes and, and, the, and they, you know, your teachers teach you about that, your instructors. But you just, it was, yeah, yeah. No words can, can truly describe you know, what you experience. 
When Michelle was starting out as a network apprentice, she faced a situation we never want someone to experience. The emotion's still there. They're still, you know, just, um, yeah, I still tear up. It, it's still there. <laughs> um, it doesn't ever go away. Michelle and her mentor were down in a vault working on a transformer that was energized. Some of the bolts had come loose and they were in a tight spot. Her mentor was having trouble getting the insulated blanket in place. I remember just the frustration on what he was struggling with to get that blanket on there. And um, he was actually on his last bolt that he was tightening. And um, he had struggled on the last energized um, bus to cover it up. And so on that last particular one, um, he didn't use the cover-up, his secondary cover-up. And unfortunately, that's when um, he couldn't maintain control uh, with the ratchet. And when it slipped, um, that's when the arc happened. I, I remember it was just, first of all, anything, all of this. I, I think everyone knows how, how it just, it's like the snap of a finger, right? That's how fast, uh, even faster than that. But um, I remember the boom, I remember the light, and I just remember falling to the ground. But, you know, I could see him, his face, and it just wasn't good. I mean, it just, it, it was just, it was, it was terrible. Michelle's mentor was about an arm's length away from the source of electricity when the arc flash happened. An arc flash is an explosion, and he'd taken the brunt of the force. Michelle was standing off to his side. You don't forget what you saw, right, in, the, in those moments. You don't forget the smell. You know, um, you, you just don't. I remember um, that next morning and waking up, and I was like, no way, I can't, you know. I just, I was, um, I was scared, right? I was still I was scared. And I remember calling in sick the next morning. And I was like, I just, you know, I can't come in. I'm just not okay. And my, uh, the DSS at the time, my boss, <laughs> calls me back. <laughs> and um, he says, get dressed and get in here. And I was like, no, you know, I'm just not. He's like, get dressed and get in here. And so I said, okay. And so I came in um, and he was waiting for me. And uh, went to his office and, you know, I just kind of, I just kind of let loose, honestly, just, you know, the fear and just, I was just he just let me talk through everything. Uh, and then, you know, he just, he did what he needed to at that moment to help me through it. He supported me. And I think had not, sometimes I wonder if he had not done that, would I have come back? I don't know. But, um, you know, his support and, of course, you know, um, my, my uh, coworkers and then the other line crew supervisors there, um, you know, they, they helped me through it. That all happened 26 years ago. Michelle's mentor survived and was able to go back to work. We got a long tail over there that's causing it to pull down. At AEP, we worked for years to make life-altering events like this one less common. That means there are fewer and fewer people who've actually experienced these life-changing events. 
They're the ones who know what happens when something goes wrong. Um, talking about it does bring back <laughs> um, emotional, you know, emotions in me. But uh, absolutely, I do share shared it with, uh, you know, young line mechanics. Uh, shared it with my team. So going through this experience, I think that's what you hear me talking about the whys of doing it. I mean, it's just physical things, pieces of equipment, um, whatever it may be, can be changed, right? You can change those things. You can't replace a person. It's just you can't. So I think when you say the impact to me, I think just those that's the impact to me is is I can't replace you. When I talk to my employee, I can't replace you. You're not replaceable. It tears her up to talk about it, but she knows it's important to share her experience. I had an employee describing me, so to speak, to myself. (laughs) And um, he said, the one thing about you, Michelle, is that you don't deviate. I said, what do you mean I don't deviate? He said, the rules, the rule, the policies, the policy, the procedures, the, the procedure. That's what you follow. And I said, well, yeah, they're they're there to take care of us. You know, they're there to because of, you know, what we've learned in our past. And, you know, I and what a great um, comment from one of my employees to share that with me. Um, and, and I've heard, uh, you know, others um, describe m- kind of that version of me. <laughs> um, but I do, I, I, you know, going through that and understanding of why do we do, why do we have all these layers of protection in place? It's just that's, it's to protect you. It's to protect me. That's why we have it in place. All of our safety rules and practices and procedures, there's a reason we have those. And it gets easier to forget the purpose of why why we have these rules when we don't know the stories behind them. So thank you to Michelle Ross for sharing her story. Safety is something we talk a lot about at AEP, and it's something we're going to talk a lot about on this podcast. If you want to hear more stories like this, make sure to subscribe. We post new episodes every other week. Thank you for listening and stay safe.